Down upon the underworld of Smash Ganglin comes the mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as suit, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of The Blue Beetle is entitled Crime Incorporated. The great metropolis of York City has begun to raise its head inside again as racket after racket has been smashed. The Blue Beetle has done a notable job in bringing criminals to justice or driving them to cover. His name has become a byword in the mouths of the just as well as the unjust. But word has leaked through to the authorities that big shot racketeers from other large cities are on their way to York City. Their purpose? To form a crime syndicate. As our story opens, Patrolman Dan Garrett is discussing the report with his friend and confidant, Dr. Franz Chemist. What do you figure is the purpose, Danny, of this meeting of the overlords of crime? Do you think they really intend to form a crime syndicate? Perhaps. But what can their object be? Oh, greater organization, exchange of ideas and personnel, better and more efficient use of specialists in crime, man. Sounds just like organizing a legitimate business. Yes. Uh, can't the authorities do something about this, uh, this crime syndicate? I've uh, just been thinking. If I could somehow get into one of their meetings, I might get some evidence. But how could you do that? Hmm, I could disguise myself, visit one of their known hangouts, and scrape up an acquaintance with one of the big shots. That would be mighty dangerous, Danny. Uh, dangerous my middle name, Doc. Uh, I'll answer it, Danny. Hello? Yes? Oh, oh, yes, he's here. Uh, just a minute. Uh, it's for you, Danny. Right. Uh, it's Charlie Storm. It's that. Hello? Yes, Charlie. What? Rondo's Cafe. Yes? Yes, that's, that's a great idea. Sure, I'll meet you there about ten tonight. Fine. Yeah, I'll be there. Goodbye. Good news, Danny? Charlie wants me to meet him in Rondo's Cafe about ten tonight. Made up as a slick racketeer. Uh, what's your plan? I'll tell you later, Doc. I'm going over to my place and change my clothes. So long. Hey, Rocky. Huh? I wonder what Frankie Capetta's got up his sleeve. He's going to have to come on here for a meeting. I don't know. He's a slick one, though. He ain't never had the finger put on him in any of these rackets. Not even by the Blue Beetle. Well, we'll know tonight as soon as St. Louis Joe gets in. Hey, there's Frankie now. Where? There he is, going over to the table where those two guys are sitting. Oh, yeah, I see him. Mm-hmm. Hey, one of them guys is a husky-looking boy. Yeah. The other ain't no bigger than a pint of peanuts. Hey, let's mosey over and get in here for him. Okay, let's go. What's the matter, big boy? You're not drinking. I'm in training. For what? Wrestling. 
If you're a wrestler, I'm the king of Siam. Well, I was a wrestler before they put me in stir. When did you get out? Ah, a while back. How come they got you? You look too smart for that. Just a rap for a pal. He had TB and his mother was old. So I took the rap for him. Is this the guy here? Oh, no. Charlie here works in a bank. He's a teller. Ah. What have you been doing since you got out? I was doing some odd jobs for Mr. Jarvis until the law caught up with him and he killed himself. Now he ain't got nothing. Uh, hello, Frankie. Oh, hello, Rod. Hello, Rocky. Hello. Sit down. I'll be with you in a minute. Okay. Well, you were working for B.J., big boy. That's right. How would you like to work for me? As a wrestler? Well, yes. So it is. Are you a promoter? Yeah, in a way. Yeah, you certainly promoted a lot of things in your day, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, made a success of it. What would I have to do? Wear a masquerade costume. Ah, wrestlers don't wear them. Mine do. Now, look. I'll bet you you could tie the ordinary citizen up in knots, couldn't you? Well, I'm pretty strong. How strong? How's this? I'll pick up one of your friends here in this hand and the other one in this. Wait, wait, wait. And knock their heads together like this. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no guy can do that to me. Me neither. Put away those Roscoe's, boys. The kid's good. Just what we want. What's your name? Strangler Van Orden. Well, Strangler, are you agile? Well, I can run uh, 100 yards in nine seconds flat and jump six feet nine. Well, he's good if he can do it. I can do it, okay. Did you ever hear of the Blue Beetle? Did I ever hear of it? Say, that's the guy that got B.J. That's right. Well, how would you like to masquerade as the Blue Beetle? But I thought you wanted me to wrestle somebody. He <laughs> thought you wanted him to wrestle somebody, Frankie. <laughs> Quiet, Rocky. I might at that. Now look, big boy. If you work for B.J., you can work for me. There's plenty of dough in it. More than wrestling. And hey, what about my pal here? He worked for B.J. too. He got him his job in the bank. Huh? Sorry, he's too little. He won't fit in with the other like you will. I need husky men. Maybe later I can use him, but this is something special. Okay. When do I start? Tomorrow night. Come upstairs with me and I'll give you your instructions and your Blue Beetle costume. We're going to give this city a very interesting masquerade party. So, that's the Blue Beetle costume you're supposed to wear in your new job. Yep. Pretty good imitation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. A bad metal chain armor, all right. But it isn't flexible as silk. And I doubt if it's stronger than steel, like your real blue beetle armor. Oh, and the midget antenna on the helmet's a fake. I wonder what Capetta's idea is. Did he, did he give you any hint last night? No. He said he was going to give the city a real masquerade party. Told me to report at this address and ask for Slick. Well, who's Slick? I don't know yet. But I believe he's Capetta's agent. Well, what about this big meeting of the crime lords? supposed to mean the incorporation of a nationwide crime syndicate. Well, that's tonight. I'm supposed to meet the Kingpins at that time to pass inspection. I've met two of them already. Well, which costume are you going to wear? The real Blue Beetle costume, of course. Well, I'll have all your equipment ready for you. Uh, what's that about the Blue Beetle? Oh, wait a minute, I'll get a pass. Yes. Here you are, mister. Looks like the Blue Beetle's a real cook after all, huh? Yes, so. Hmm, according to this headline, you're right. Here you are, son. Thanks, mister. Thanks, they have to read all about it. Uh, 
What is it, Danny? According to this newspaper, I just robbed the First National Bank. But that's impossible. It says here that the First National Bank was robbed shortly after closing this afternoon. A gang of masked men with sawed-off shotguns, led by the Blue Beetle, overpowered the guards and escaped with over $100,000 in cash and negotiable bonds. It was believed the robbery was engineered from inside. Somebody's trying to discredit you, Danny. Yes. Uh, someone out front in the apothecary shop. Uh, I'll see who it is. Oh, hello, Doc. Oh, hello. Uh, hello, Danny. Uh, hey, have you heard the latest news? About the Blue Beetle? Yeah, he's kidnapped the police commissioner's daughter. What? Yeah, about an hour ago. Every man on the force has been ordered out on patrol duty. Hey. Uh, what's that? Huh? Oh, well, that's a uh, Blue Beetle costume, Manigan. Don't tell me, Danny, that... You're the blue beast. Uh, Danny's playing a dangerous game, Manigan. He's been hired by Frankie Capetto to match the lady as the blue beetle. Uh, that's the costume he's supposed to wear. Oh, boy. Oh, you had me... You had me hard taking me breath for a minute. It, it'd be like arresting me own brother, Danny, if I had to take you in as the blue beetle. <laughs> don't worry, Manigan. I don't think you'll ever take me as the real blue beetle. Uh, I'll take it. Hello? Oh? Oh, yes, yes, he's here. Just a minute. Uh, Danny, it's for you. Nice, sir. Hello? Oh, hello, darling. What's that? Bomb the mayor's office? Say, what is this? Yeah? Oh, he is. Yeah, well, I'll have to take that chance. Yeah, thanks for warning me, Charlie. Goodbye. But what's the dope, Danny? Charlie Storm says a bomb was exploded in the mayor's office just after the Blue Beetle was seen leaving the courthouse in a fast car. Anybody hurt? Fortunately, the office was empty. But say, how, how many Blue Beetles are there? Too many. Well, what are you going to do, Danny? Eliminate some of them. Yeah, but Danny, how will I tell the difference between you and the real Blue Beetle if I run into any of them? I don't want to shoot. Shoot to kill at any of them. Unless they call you Mike. <laughs> situation for the real blue beetle to face. Three crooked blue beetles already, and probably more to come. Will the real blue beetle be unmasked and his identity disclosed to everybody? Can he hope to overcome the machinations of the overlords of the underworld? These questions will be answered in the next episode of the Blue Beetle. Box feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics magazine and the Blue Beetle magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspaper. And don't forget to listen in to The Blue Beetle.
Pito. Sweeping down upon the underworld of Smash Gangland comes the mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind the strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of The Blue Beetle is the second part of a story entitled Crime Incorporated. In the first part of this story, crime overlords of various cities have gathered in York City to organize crime on a nationwide basis. Patrolman Dan Garrett, through a clever disguise, has convinced Frankie Capetto, the ringleader of the gang, that he would be an asset to the crime ring. Hired by Capetto, he has been given a Blue Beetle costume in order to report to a man named Slick. Meanwhile, underworld characters masquerading in Blue Beetle costumes have committed several crimes throughout the city. The First National Bank has been robbed. Commissioner Donnelly's daughter has been kidnapped. And the mayor's office has been bombed. As our story opens, a meeting of Crime Incorporated is in session. Well, boys, the first part of our plan is underway. The city officials are scared. Our next move is to terrorize the citizens themselves. How? The guy I hired last night... Strangler Van Norden, he calls himself. Says he's a wrestler. He's husky enough to be one. Yeah, but he ain't fooling me. He's got brains. What are you going to use him for? Hold up. Can he shoot? I don't know, and I don't care. He won't use a gun. But how do you expect... He'll you... just come up in back of a guy in the dark, give him the old hugger-mugger with his arm around his neck. Rob him and let him drop him. That's well. No noise or nothing. That's right. Once he gets started, the citizens will demand a crime cleanup. Well, what about the real blue beetles? Well, I figure he'll fall into our net as soon as he hears about all these fake blue beetles. Once we get him out of the way, we're all set. We'll organize this town, then move on to other big cities. Now, each of you specialists will head your own racket, but the tape will be pulled. Every so often, the syndicate will declare a dividend. That's a swell idea. Great. I hope it works. Yeah, all the blue beetles are here. What about Strangler Van Norden? He's in the outer office. Hold the others and send in Van Norden. Okay. Well, listen, Frankie. Yeah? No one by the name of Van Norden ever worked for P.J. You sure? Positive. Okay, send in the Strangler and we'll unmask him. What's the lowdown? This wrestler's a fake. You mean he's a dick? I don't know, but we'll soon find out. Here's the Strangler. Oh, come in, Van Norden. You've met some of these gentlemen before? Yes, I have. Hey, you look swell in your Blue Beetle costume. Thanks. It's a very good fit, too. Uh, by the way, uh, just what sort of work did you do for the late B.J.? Well, I... Uh, well, I, never mind. I won't pry into your past. I'll let somebody else do that. Yeah, my Come in and bring the other Blue Beetles with you. Okay. Mr. Strangler Van Norton, I want you to meet B.J.'s former chief of staff, Slick Thomas. He says you never worked for B.J., Oh, come in, boys. Hey, Slick. Yes, Frankie. Strip the mask from the strangler's face. Okay. Grab him, boys. No, you don't. There's one blue beetle left. Two blue beetles left. And now for... Oh, look out when I plug him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not here. Slick. Unmask him. There. Well, I'll be... You know him? Sure. 
Who is he? The copper, Dan Garrett. Dan Garrett. The copper. Hey, what do you say, Capetto? Let me plug him. Now, put up your gun. We don't want any shooting around here. What'll I do with him, Frankie? Examine his costume. Looks like one of ours. How about the midget antenna and his helmet? Just a minute. It's a fake. It ain't connected with anything. Search him. You find anything? Nothing. No magic ray or flashlight or master keys? Nothing, Frankie. Then he isn't a real blue beetle. Just a dumb copper. No, not so dumb. What do I do with him? Throw some water on him. We'll take him out to Hangman's Island where we've got the girl. Hey, it's a Mark, cop. Keep her here. I should have stayed on guard. Hey, how do we get out of here? We'll blast our way out. Hey, quickly. This way, everybody. Through this panel. There's a secret stairway to the roof. Come okay. on. Here we go. The first kid's one for the cop on the floor there. His next costume will be a white robe and a harp. <laughs> Danny, all bandaged up. Thanks, Doc. A little more to the right, and that thug's bullet would have put an end to the career of patrolman Dan Garrett. And the blue beetle. Uh, why didn't you wear the real blue beetle costume and mask and take along the magic ray and other things? I was out after information. I figured there was no sense in the blue beetle's nipping and until I knew more about the plans of Crime Incorporated. And what did you find out? Well, from what I heard, as I was regaining consciousness after being hit on the head with a chair... Mary Donnelly is being held captive out at Hangman's Island. Uh, when are you going out there? Right away. But your wound... Oh, a little thing like that won't stop the real Blue Beetle. It's only a flesh wound. But you're going as the real Blue Beetle this time, I hope. You bet. And I'd like to take along that electric ray pistol if it's ready. It's all ready, Danny. Ah, fine, Doc. Well, as soon as I get into my Blue Beetle costume, I'm off to Hangman's Island. Tonight, the Blue Beetle will sting as well as nip. <laughs> Donnelly, you refuse to sign this ransom note to your father. I certainly do. And I'm afraid he'll never see you again. You can't frighten me. You'd never dare harm me. My father You've would... been reading the wrong kind of literature, Miss Donnelly. What do you mean? You've been reading old-fashioned romances, where the brave and the true survive, and the wicked perish. My father will have every policeman on the force out searching for me. But you'll never be found alive. You'll let me out of here. Let me out of here or I'll scratch your eyes out. There, oh. Easy, easy, or I'll have you tied up again. <clears throat> You'll be sorry for this. Now, why don't you sign this note, huh? Your father can raise $50,000, and as soon as we have the money, you'll be free. I'll never sign it. Never, never. And I'm afraid you'll die of starvation in this cell, unless your father's men get too close on our heels. In which case, I'll set fire to the powder magazine in the room next to yours and blow this whole place to kingdom come. Hey, what's that noise? The blue beetle, and he's going to nip. Help, blue beetle, help. Help, I'm locked in the cell here. Beat help. it, beat it, blue beetle. Don't try to hijack me. I'll wipe you out and throw your body in the river. Not this blue beetle. Six, Joe, Rob, Rocket. Call them all and call your fake blue beetles. I'll take them all on. Come on, Whitey. What's the matter? the blue beetles? Now, stand back, all of you. Petto, 
Give me the key to Miss Donnelly's cell. Try and get it. Here, here, take the key. Take the key. Take all of them. Now, all of you, get over against the wall. Are you all right, Miss Donnelly? Just about. Thank heavens you came when you did. That fiend there was going to blow me up. Blow you up? Yes. You see, the powder magazine is in that room next to this cell here. Hmm. That's an idea. Here. Take the keys and see if one of them will open that door. All right. It's unlocked. Slip the bolt. Now, open the door. Hey, what are you going to do? Blow up this hideout. Quiet, quiet. I'll blast you again with my gun. Here. I'll crack open this keg of gunpowder. There we are. Now, Miss Donnelly, go up those stairs there as fast as you can. But what about you, Blue Beetle? I'll follow you, leaving a trail of gunpowder as I go. If any of these crooks move, I'll set fire to the trail and blow them all off the map. Here we go. Hey, Frankie. Frankie, the money. It's upstairs. One more shot can't do no harm. Hey, look out. The Blue Beetle set fire to the gunpowder trail. Come on. Let's get out of here. Well, Danny, the Blue Beetle certainly wiped out one rat nest. Yes, and a lot of fake Blue Beetles with it. I meant to give them an even chance with the law when we got outside. But when I gave Rocky another burn with a ray gun, it ignited the powder trail. You and Miss Donnelly were lucky to escape with your lives. Yes. As soon as I got her back to the mainland, I, I sent her home in a taxi. Well, you'd better turn in. Yes, I guess I will, Doc. <laughs> After this adventure, I'll be seeing blue beetles in my sleep. <laughs> So the real Blue Beetle cleaned up a lot of fake Blue Beetles and smashed the nationwide crime ring before it had a chance to incorporate. The moral of this story is that no matter what the odds, good will triumph over evil. Might is not right, but right is might. Further adventures of the Blue Beetle will be presented in the next episode of the Blue Beetle. Fox feature, appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and the Blue Beetle Magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspaper. And don't forget to listen in to The Blue Beetle.